Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Real Housewives of Atlanta stars Portia Williams and NeNe Leakes are at odds this week after rumors have surfaced that NeNe Leakes physically attacked Portia Williams in that infamous closet scene. Brandi Glanville from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills opens up about her questionable encounter with Wendy Williams. And Sonia Morgan from the Real Housewives of New York spills some tea about her past hookups with some famous celebs. We'll end the show discussing our favorite moments that aired on Bravo this week. I will be tackling this mess and more on today's co-host, Jess Zade. She's the host of the Real Housewife of the West Side podcast, which is all about pop culture, wellness, and obviously talk about Bravo. Welcome back. I am so glad to talk with you. Thank you for having me, Megan. I'm so excited to be back. So obviously we have a lot of news to go through, but I think we should touch on how we are doing the House of Hilton book recap. I feel like this is going to be incredible. I'm so excited. I got all my office supplies. <laughs> I know that I, I love that I needed like an entire arsenal of supplies just to read a book, but you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm very excited about this. I know a lot of people have read the book and they've, you know, I've heard little snippets here and there. And I know you and I were both reading it like independently, but I've now gone back to the beginning because I feel like I really <laughs> need to like grasp the whole picture. So if you guys don't know what House of Hilton is, it is a book pretty much all about the Hilton family. And obviously that includes like Kim and Kyle Richards and Kathy Hilton and Big Kathy, like their mom. And it just goes into like the whole family and Paris and how, you know, how this family became such a major like celebrity powerhouse family. And this is going to be the best deep dive ever. Like I have like all of my different colored post-its and I'm, like, I'm, I'm trying flags. to figure out, yeah, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it. Like how I want to organize my thoughts, probably like chapter by chapter, but based on like, I don't know, I, I've been thinking about it all week. I'm like, I don't know where to start, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much information that I also feel like, and this ties into Beverly Hills this week too. There was a comment that Kyle made about how she's like, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's selfish, but I feel like I, you know, I want 
Lisa to be able to get along with Dorit and whatever. And I feel like, I've said this before, I feel like this dynamic of Kyle with two other women, I feel like it just repeats itself throughout her life. And it kind of started with, you know, she and her two sisters. And so I'm really like excited to get into that dynamic. And there's all this stuff that they say about Big Kathy. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Big Kathy seems really terrifying. Like I read Kyle's oh, book a couple God. months ago and obviously she talks about her mother and how she you know, was the biggest inspiration in her life and taught like her and her sister so much. However, you know, I've hear I've heard other stories kind of saying that Big Kathy kind of was like a pimp for these girls and like yeah. taught them like all of these sexual things when they were really young, all with the intention of meeting a rich man so they don't have to work and they could just have babies, which hey, some <laughs> girls that's what they want. Good for you. But like when I just would feel a little uncomfortable if my mom was like, These are all the things you need to do to find yourself a man. Like <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you how to give the best blow job. Yeah, Here's what like, you do. Mom, don't even say that like (laughs) but hey they all ended up with pretty pretty I I was gonna say hot but Rick Hilton's not hot successful men Um, well I mean I don't know if Kim is doing that well these days but you know she had that what's his name Lonnie what's that Monty. 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 I mean, all of her, all of her husbands actually, you know, to her credit, were really successful. She was at one point married to Greg Davis of, you know, like the um, Brandon Davis. What are his parents' oh, names? Uh, Barbara and Marvin Davis. Who, I mean, they have a fucking building named after them at Cedar Sinai. They have like, they have like oil money. Um, so she was married to him for a while, and then she, I guess, the Monty guy. He was also very wealthy too. I forget what he what his deal was. I want to say that he owned like some kind of something in the food industry, like some kind of manufacturer or shipping or something. I don't know, but all her husbands were actually pretty, you know, successful. So, (laughs) well, I guess we will be really going deep into this in a couple of weeks. And obviously we'll post when we both are done finishing the book first and then recorded and then posted and ready to go. So let's just jump right into the news. The news this week has actually been kind of slow in terms of Bravo world, which for me, I'm like, that means storms brewing. (laughs) (laughs) So Needy Leaks and Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta, obviously they're currently in season 11. Reunions are starting this week, so tensions have been pretty high. Portia gave birth to her daughter Pilar on the 22nd of March, so she is like a new mom. And Nene Leakes actually came out of the woodwork with these crazy texts to Portia. So this is like six days after Portia just gave birth. Nene is in hot water because she potentially like pushed the pregnant Portia on camera. And I think they're trying to kind of like exploit her for this. Nene's obviously denying it. So she texted Portia. You're a lying ass, big, fat, hungry bitch. Oh my God. It's just like starting already so heavy. You know I never put your hands on you. Marlo, Cynthia, nor Candy can ever say that. You want an excuse for going into my closet without permission, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I saved your ass. No one fucked with you before me. She keeps going on. She keeps going on. And then obviously Portia responds saying, you know, I'm not reading all that bullshit. You know damn well that I didn't record you or set you up. Kiss my ass. How dare you make that claim? 
And then Nini then kind of claps back at Portia, who actually just received a special for her pregnancy that's going to air after the three-part reunion. So Nini says, you are so full of shit. Go enjoy your one-time three-episode commercial. Ooh, that sounds a little jelly. I had 12 episodes, and trust, I won't watch not one of yours. Too busy secure in the bag. So this is just, I think, the definition of Nini coming in so jealous right now. Portia's, like, happiness and yeah. special. It, <sighs> yeah, that's a lot. I love the I'm, – I'm looking at the text from um, <laughs> Portia, and I love the – I love her hashtags. One of her hashtags is non-supportive <laughs> – non-supportive – edgeless bird <laughs> what is that well edges is like a thing that has to do with like the weaves and the hair and they always like call they always are like edgy edgy like oh, i mean that i just i don't think she gets like what a hashtag it is like non-support <laughs> oh my god and these i love how in the text messages they like blur out the like ss for ass right <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like Nini's a little bit jelly. It's it's not a good look. It's really not a good look, and I know all the rumor mills have been saying that Nini potentially put her hands on Portia while she was pregnant while they were filming. So obviously, if that is true, like that's not good, and you should be penalized for that. But if it was while they were filming, wouldn't they have footage of that? Well, the thing is, is that. It was a really crazy scene. The women had been drinking from, like, 2 o'clock, and it had been, like, 9 o'clock. They were all plastered. Literally, one of the girls was, like, throwing up, like, violently. (laughs) Oh, good times. Yeah, really good. Incredibly classy. And I think, yeah, it was Candy and Portia trying to go into Nini's closet, because, you know, Nini's like, I'm a fashionista, blah, blah, blah. Like, all my clothing is the best. Like, I'm straight from the runway. Like, shit like that. And then they were like, ooh, let's go see Nini's closet. Let's go see Nini's closet. They try to go in, and Nini starts freaking the fuck out because the camera person is walking into the closet, I guess, without Nini's, like, approval or something. So she takes the camera guy's shirt, and she rips his shirt and, like, rips him out of the closet. And this is all filmed, too, and they showed all of it. But then there is audio of, I believe it was Marlo saying to Nini, like, get off of her. She's pregnant. And they don't show anything, (laughs) but that's said. Wow. So I think it's obviously implied that she put her hands on on Portia. Right, right. Oh, jeez. Nini needs to, you know, calm down a little bit. Yeah. that's, that's her, you know, that's her MO though. So I don't know what to say about that. I I feel like, wait, okay. So they're filming a reunion now. So then when will they start filming for next season? Probably. I'm trying to think when they usually do it because. Like beginning of the summer? Yeah, probably beginning of the summer because they don't do holidays in Atlanta. Like a New York, New York City always shows like Christmas. Oh, Christmas, or... yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving, Halloween, like they always usually have that time right. frame. And then I'm trying to think who, uh, and OC's filming now. And yeah, filming now. I yeah, I, I feel like, 
I mean, I don't know. I feel like it could be, this may be like the driving storyline for next season, almost like how with Beverly Hills, all this dog drama started, you know, right at filming. And I don't know. Conveniently timed. Convenient. Very, very convenient. Well, I was on Portia's Instagram and she actually already made an Instagram account for her baby. Oh, I've seen it. I have seen it. Yes. She has 40,000 followers already. It's unfair. Like, what do I need to do? Has already increased because when I was, I was on Amy Phillips' show on Thursday, which was what, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, we're taping this and recording this on Sunday. So that was three days ago. And three days ago, when I was talking to Amy about this, she was like, oh, her baby has 28,000 followers. So she gained 20,000 followers in three days? (laughs) I mean, what is this baby doing? She's going to have like her own promo with like flat tummy tea pretty soon. (laughs) Seriously, like (laughs) that gummy bear hair. Yes, yes, sugar bear hair. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, I guess... It's like you got to secure the Instagram name. I remember hearing like Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag when they had their son, that that was like one of the main things that they were looking for. They were like, prior to us naming our son, we had to make sure that any potential name is available on Instagram. I'm of I'm course floored that by that. I mean, that doesn't really surprise me that much. <laughs> They're the biggest thirst queens, like, in the world. <laughs> yeah, for some reason, that doesn't really shock me. But um, what is their – isn't their baby named um, – Gunner. Gunner Pratt. I mean, what other person is going to be named Gunner Pratt on Twitter, on um, Instagram? Like, it doesn't Ugh. seem like it would be that common. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That was, like, literally the only name they could find. They were like, I guess we'll, this will do. <laughs> <laughs> this will do. Oh, oh my god well moving on to other interesting news coming out of beverly hills brandy glanville obviously was on the Housewives of beverly hills from season two to six on and off and she was spilling some tea on wendy williams so if you guys haven't been following i'm loving this it's really bad that i'm i'm loving it but whatever <laughs> oh, no, i'm loving it too i'm all in so wendy williams is obviously the host of the wendy williams shows she has been on and off the last few months, pretty much going crazy. Like, remember when she fainted a couple months yes. back? And then Wasn't she that like a year ago that she fainted? Yeah, probably. At I this feel like point. it was a while ago. So she took a few weeks off and ended up revealing that she is addicted to cocaine and has been living in a sober house and has been utilizing a sober coach because of, I think, drinking and cocaine. And Brandy Glanville on her podcast, Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, said that she actually had met Wendy a few years back and how she was like incredibly sloppy. And her poor husband had to like keep apologizing for Wendy's behavior because she was such a hot mess. And when Brandy's saying you're a hot mess, I, that's that's what I was thinking too. When I was reading this article, I was like, okay. Brandy, do we all need to send you the photo of you with the tampon hanging out of your vagina with the tampon string? Like, really, you weren't a mess walking down Melrose with a fucking tampon string hanging out? Like, really? Like, you check yourself, Brandy. I mean, I get what she's saying, but at the same time, I'm like kind of a pot kettle situation going on here. (laughs) Just a little bit. She said she was mean. 
and like falling over wig shifting mess a wig shifting mess oh my god which that's the other thing girl brandy we have all seen your extensions coming out of your head before (laughs) so like who are you to talk really that's one of my favorite motifs on the housewife shows when you see like the really poorly executed hair extensions it's the definition like falling out it's like sideways (laughs) the definition of new jersey housewife like bad extensions so just to make matters worse wendy's husband kevin hunter had been cheating on her for years and actually welcomed a child with the woman he was cheating on wendy with so obviously wendy's going through a lot so it's a bummer and interesting that brandy you know, ended up actually not feeling any sympathy towards her. I'm reading here. She said her marriage has been over for a really long time. She's changing the conversation away from her sobriety to her marriage because she doesn't want to talk about sobriety anymore. It's like, again, coming from you who was with a man who cheated on you. Maybe give the poor woman a break. That's what I don't get. That's the only, that was my, uh, I mean, this is the thing. I can be very conflicted with, not that conflicted, but about Brandy because it's like having been through that situation yourself, you would think that you would have a soft spot for someone who, you know, who is also going through that situation. But I feel like there's still such a broken piece of Brandy that she really hasn't like healed yet that I feel like whenever, because I feel like she's done this with other people too. It's like she, it's almost like a defense mechanism that, she sees Wendy going through this, and instead of coming from a very, you know, empathetic place, she's almost like, well, you're dealing with this, blah, 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 blah. like, okay, <laughs> that kind of says more about you than her, Brandy. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And especially when Brandy, like, you know, after the Housewives, I think we all kind of saw her spiral a little bit, and, uh, you know, yeah. she made her brand, like, drinking and tweeting, drinking <laughs> in this, drinking in this, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> what makes you any different? But hopefully not like the hard drug stuff because that shit is scary. And, and I'm hoping yeah, when they get some help. Living and, in a sober house with teenagers, like. <gasps> oh, my gosh. I know. I feel, honestly, I feel bad for her. I really do. I hope that she, and then I read that she checked out of the sober house and just a couple days ago, like this week. And now she, and didn't she get either arrested or, um where did I read this? She got, uh, I think she got arrested after she checked out of the sober house. She got in her car. She was driving. I don't know if it was upstate or it was to Jersey or whatever. And then she got arrested after that. And now she's back. I think, um, I don't know if she's, I think she's back in rehab now. Oh, that's so dark. So, so dark. Well, I'm praying for you, girl. I know. Well, speaking of other kind of odd things, coming out of New York, Bethany Frankel, obviously the OG oh, from always. the NYC, has been going. <laughs> Jill Zarin has like heard that somewhere and has just had a heart attack after me saying that. <laughs> like wherever Jill is right now, she's like, "Don't call Bethany that." Oh my god, she's with Ginger. Yeah, <laughs> R.I.P. Ginger. Wait, Ginger died. I think Ginger's dead. What? Ginger Saren. Dead. I thought Ginger was still alive. That is the saddest thing I've ever just Googled. Oh my God, Ginger Saren died on my birthday. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, God. Ginger Saren died on September 18th, 2018. Oh, that was recent. R.I.P. Ginger. 
Oh, that's so sad. Oh my god. Oh, okay. Wait, sorry. Sorry. I had a, I had a blank there. You're right. I do remember this because I remember thinking to myself, this is where my brain goes. This is so sad. I remember thinking to myself, oh my god, that's so sad. Like it was really only like six months after Bobby died. Yeah. So I re- I remember. Do you love how that is my train of thought when I like hear this? I'm like like Jill's my BFF. I'm like, oh my god, it's only six months after Bobby died. <laughs> That was a rough year for Jill. Luckily, we're going to throw her on some episodes of New York, hopefully to uh, make her feel a little better. (laughs) But Bethany has been going through her really messy custody battle with ex-husband Jason Hoppe over their eight-year-old daughter, Bryn. This week, more weird things came out. One of the things was that Bethany would just throw water on him when he was sleeping to wake him up and freak him out. Which, that is so crazy. Like, that would be so triggering if someone just was throwing water at me when I was asleep. But like, did, it, did they say that it, well, that that was the exact circumstance, that he, that that's why she was doing it? To... So, we don't know why she was doing it. That was just something that he said she would do. So, I'm wondering, like, what was the catalyst for that? Right. That's the thing <laughs> that I'm wondering. Because I went, I was, no, Aliza Rosen was on my podcast, a... I don't know, maybe a month ago or something, we were talking about um, Bethany Ever After. And we were talking about the the famous episode where Bethany and Jason go out on the boat with Dr. Amador. And then we both went back and watched it. And here's the thing. I, with all this, you know, Mr. Scott's going on with Bethany and Jason in court and whatever, I feel like if you go back and watch... Not even the whole series, but even just that episode where they go on that boat trip. You can see him. I'm not saying he's like a a, a dirty John, but there was <laughs> definite, definite. It was a little reminiscent of Dirty John. You can see him gaslighting her. You can see. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You just, there's so many signs. And it just, I feel like going back and watching that, 
it definitely makes me question everything Jason Hoppy says because I feel like he knows exactly which little you know points to press mm-hmm. to get at her. And then also this photo that I just saw one of the articles that you sent me, the photo, he has like, I always call it like a pedophile mustache. Like he looks like a fucking <laughs> creeper. Like, does he not look creepy with that mustache? He does. I've actually seen him in the city a bunch of times. And I think he's so Stop attractive. I really? I was actually at the studio like maybe like two weeks ago and had just been talking about like him and Bethany in the courthouses. I go downstairs. I'm like saying goodbye to my friend who I record with. I make a right. And he is right there. And in my head, I'm thinking, I was just eviscerating you for the past 25 minutes. Oh, my God. What the hell? I was like, it's like he's following me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God. Did he hear? Like, are his ears removed? He has little trolls everywhere just listening. (laughs) Wait, okay. So I need to know, did he have a mustache? I didn't. I don't think I noticed any stash, but he was with a woman. And I've oh. seen him. I saw him another time as well with the same woman. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming he's taken. So I mean, at least he's got that going for him. But another weird thing that came up was Jason was saying that Bethany had been dating a guy at the time. It's not Dennis, and it's not her current boyfriend, Paul. So she was saying that she had a boyfriend at the time that was residing with her at her new residence. He obviously didn't see a problem with that because she could do whatever she wants. But there was one time this man was getting out of the shower within Bryn's vicinity, and evidently Bryn saw him out of a shower. (laughs) Like, I mean... I don't, if that's the, I mean, I don't know. Here's the thing. Okay. Yeah. That's not great. But I, (laughs) I mean, there's a lot worse things that could have happened. And also the other thing that it makes me think about is, okay, if this wasn't a uh, court case and it was her dad that she accidentally got out of the shower or accidentally saw getting out of the shower, like no one would really care. Do you know what I'm saying? It's a big deal unless he did something. So like the implication that they would bring this into the court, it's like, well, what are you implying that Bethany has like a questionable taste and right. It's not like her, it's not like she has men over and she's like, they're running around the house. (laughs) You, it's like, I mean, I feel like when I was little, I, like, accidentally, like, saw – I, like, went into my parents' bedroom. My dad was getting out of the shower, and I accidentally saw him once. And, I mean, whatever. I wasn't, like, scarred for life. I mean, it was – I've only been in therapy for, like, 15 years. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I've only been in therapy for 30 years. But <laughs> there was much more – there was much more traumatic things that happened to me than that. <laughs> I mean, that was nothing. So, no, and and that's the other thing. Like, I feel like if anything is going to scar poor little Bryn Hoppy, like, all of this contention between, you know, Jason and Bethany and Jason just, like, just horribly, like, emotionally abusing Bethany and verbally abusing her, like, that's going to fuck her up a lot more. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, no. No, I I think that Jason's camp is probably just fishing for any little thing that they can get. I agree. And I think it's getting to, like, be low blows at this point. It's like, I just don't know why they can't come to some sort of agreement. But I guess I don't have a kid, so I wouldn't understand that. But I I don't know. I kind of do think he's got some creepiness underneath it all. Like, I really do want to go back and watch Bethany Ever After and her wedding special. And you should. 
dig deep into that again but it's also so dark like how do you watch someone like be so happy and then you know that it's going to be like a six-year divorce process and right Right. it it all goes downhill so quickly it is dark but at the same time because I went back and watched like the whole thing from start to finish I mean it's not that long it's three seasons and they're like 30 minute episodes so it doesn't take that long but um it's dark but also at the same time I I while watching it I was kind of like eh like she I don't know just it may be a hindsight or whatever but I felt like okay she's not even really that into it like the the two of the, just seeing the dynamic between the two of them, she seemed a lot more excited by, you know, having the baby and all that kind of stuff than anything else. Like the, and you, it's so interesting, just like as a, as a case study or whatever, like watching her, you know, she and Jason from the beginning, because you can just see in the very, very, very early on, he starts with the whole, he's like, well, you didn't have a family. This is what normal families do. This yeah. is. You know, and that's like his story. That's his story is that you're the fucked up one. I'm the normal one. You had a fucked up childhood. Therefore, everything's your fault. Yeah. And also, I think he would kind of imply that like, oh, because look at my perfect normal family. This is how our life should be. This is how our life should be. It's like just because you thought your life was so perfect with your like whatever plain little family, that doesn't negate all the trauma that Bethany has because of her mother and father. Like that doesn't go away just because she marries someone with a good parents, you know? And the other thing is, is like we have to remember that – his his brother died when they were kids. And so I'm sorry, I don't care what you say, but that has an effect on a family. Totally. If you have a child that dies, like, I I can't. So I, can't I don't know. That. Hopefully, I really hope that they just, like, figure the shit out. I, I personally feel like Jason is using Bryn as – a pawn against Bethany. I feel like, and I, I, listen, I'm not a total Bethany apologist. I, you know, think that she does some, you know, weird shit too. But at the end of the day, I do think that she's a good mom. And I think Mm -hmm. that she, I think between the two that she probably would be the better sole guardian for Bryn. Cause not only does she have the finances to, you know, get her, you know, whatever classes she needs or the school or whatever it is that she needs. But I do think that she, you know, I don't know. So I hope that he can just, <laughs> I don't know. I know. He's such a jerk off. It's, <laughs> it's like, what else could you say about that? Just like, ugh. Right. He like leaves a bad taste in my mouth. But yeah, moving yeah. on to other New Yorker women who are having way more fun, I think. Sonia Morgan <laughs> opens up yet again about her past lovers she opened up this week and then the week before I was gonna report on the week before but it just slipped but luckily she doubled down this week it was revealed that Sonia has hooked up with John McEnroe the tennis player and he was on an episode of watch what happens live and a fan called in saying that you two dated before her ex-husband they said do you recall he goes yes I do recall that obviously Andy was like oh my god like tell me everything (laughs) and he goes I did believe that happened but I'd rather not discuss it now which is so funny (laughs) that's so funny and I also like I I totally believe it I love how Sonia just comes out with these random like 
like with her, like, oh, well, I stopped with John John and blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> I just keep thinking about when Dorinda's like, Sonia, John John's dead. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I ended up then getting into a hole. And so the week prior, Sonia then also said she hooked up with Rod Stewart as well. So, oh, which I also completely believe. I, Totally. Who has Sonia not hooked up with? I think that's the better question. At this point, it's it's pretty much all of the major stars. Then I got to whodatedwho.com. She has hooked up with Owen Wilson. What? Matt Dillon. (laughs) Charlie Rose. Billy Idol. Prince Albert of Monaco. Jack Nicholson. Okay, that's gross. And then I don't know who Benjamin Benalal is. Wait, who was the one that I was? Hold on, I have to get back to this tab. Oh, this is the one that I was like, really? She dated Lorenzo Borghese, who was The Bachelor. Do you remember this? I don't know if no. you watched this, The Bachelor. Okay, there was, um, there was a season of The Bachelor. This is like way back in the day, probably at least ten years ago. When was he The Bachelor? Well, it says that Sonia dated him 2013 to 2014. So that was after he was The Bachelor. Yeah. So he was, he's a, he's a prince of something. He's the prince of like some random country. I have to, that's not very nice. I should say that. It's probably a lovely country. Um, Wait, I'm wait. actually looking Oh, here. Italy. He's an, he's an Italian. Pr- oh my God. And, oh. <laughs> I think we God. must be seeing the same exact thing. Yes. He dated Tinsley. In 2012, and then Sonia in 2013-14. Oh, my God. He's, like, the younger version of Harry Dubin. Maybe this explains why Sonia is, like, DL so jealous of Tinsley. Yeah, he was he was this Italian prince, and they filmed The Bachelor. I have to find out which, which year he was The Bachelor. I want to say it was, like, mid-2000s. He, they filmed it in Italy, actually. Um, he's pretty amazing. It's kind of what I wish it was like. He's attractive. And he was like, he, I remember him being kind of like a skeezy, um, I don't know. I didn't really like him on The Bachelor. There was some reason. I think he was just kind of like, Bleh. I felt like, I don't know. I feel like he would, he was. He's on the ninth season of The Bachelor. Let's see what year that was. So that was quite a while ago. Season, yeah, season nine. 2006. Yeah, so mid-2000s. He didn't propose to the winner. They began a relationship, and then they broke up a whopping two months later. (laughs) Yeah, he got engaged. I mean, he definitely has a type, because the girl that he chose, this girl Jennifer, I mean, she's a really cute blonde girl, like kind of a little bit looks like Tinsley. I mean, he definitely has a type. That's for sure. I can't believe Sonia was with Jack Nicholson. I mean... Oh, I just found a picture of Lorenzo Borghese with Tinsley. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. They actually actually look cute together. But they do kind of look cute together. I mean, that wasn't that long ago either. That was what, 2000? She should get back with him. Yeah, I kind of... I kind of see them looking hot together. You guys, I'll post something on my Instagram page so you can check out... Lorenzo and Tinsley. Yeah, I kind of... Yeah, this is from 2012, so that wasn't that long ago. When did she get divorced from Topper? Oh, God. Oh, that she got... will never not be funny to me. 
Topper. Oh my god. She got divorced from Topper in 2009. Oh really? It's been 10 years? Oh shit. Oh god. That's, That's a long probably time. why her mom is being... It's totally fine. Well, this actually is a perfect lead-in. Jess, what was your favorite moment that aired on Bravo this week? Well, okay, you just reminded me of another one, which is Dale. <laughs> I, I mean, don't we all just love Dale? I Dale just wearing her fucking love Dale. Ex-son-in-law. Tabitha Simmons shoes. Yeah, and I looked up the Tabitha Simmons shoes, by the way, and I did not realize that these shoes were so uh, high caliber. They're like 850 at Bergdorf's or something. I mean, I don't know what's so great about these fucking shoes, wow, but some of them are really cute. Whatever, but I, I love how she's like, I like her shoes. And then, oh my God, she just, she reminded me of a little bit like of my mom or like, you know, her friends from Connecticut when she's like, oh my God, Topper's baby is just the most gorgeous baby I've ever seen. I'm like, what the fuck? Like mom, like Dale, don't you realize you like might be hurting your feelings? And Tinsley was like, mom, what you think I don't know? <laughs> like. You think you're telling me things for the first time? Like, of course I know that they have a beautiful baby and, like, the, whatever, they've moved on and I haven't, you know. I mean, oh, my God. So that was that was one thing. And then my other thing, I think my, my most favorite moment of all has to be Ramona's date with what – do we even know his fucking name? Yeah. I just – bald creeper guy. And the <laughs> moment when he – okay, there's two things. One, when he said – when he's like, do you want to know about the moment I was conceived? Okay, the look at Ramona's eyes. <laughs> First of all, it was like a mix of Ramona crazy eyes mixed with, remember the reunion when she fell asleep on the couch? I yes! felt like, oh my gosh. Okay, that, and then when he starts saying, do you want to hear my views on marriage? She's like, la, 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 la. <laughs> she was not into that date. And I love that she was like, you know what? Not everyone's as cute as Red Scarf. It's like, yes! oh my God. Exactly. Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> oh, my God. I just, you know, for every tap. Okay, I feel like last week when Ramona said, I mean, she said that really horrible thing about Dennis oh. when she made that comment. Not that this completely makes up for it, but I feel like this is why I could never hate Ramona. Because then she brings us this. And I'm I like, know. you know what? I just, I can't be mad at you. And even, like, when she was walking down the steps in that mermaid outfit. like, Oh, my God. You're the I worst mean, person in the world for what you've said to Bethany, t- to her face, about pretty much everything that's ever happened in Bethany's life, like Ramona's shit on. However, she's needed on the show. She's completely out of touch with, like, how to have human interactions with people. And it's incredible to watch unfold in, on dates, at lunches with friends, like, in the Hamptons. I mean, oh. she's just, she's a national treasure. She really is. <laughs> Well, my favorite moment of the week is featuring another national treasure, who is Denise Richards. Her wedding this week on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was the best thing I've ever seen. I love Denise. This man is so weird that she's marrying, but I love that she really only cares that he has a big dick. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that's that's her criteria from now on out. Which, and by the way, like, okay, excuse me for this like shameless plug, but if you (laughs) to hear some uh, alleged. I don't know what to call it, alleged information about <laughs> Denise's husband and possibly how they may or may not have met. See my Patreon, patreon.com slash RHOW. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, I'm going to go on and have to hear it. Here myself. you go on. <laughs> 
<laughs> I just thought their wedding was so cool. Like, I don't really want a big wedding. And so I love that they were like, uh, okay, so we're going to do the flowers. We're going to get the food. Uh, how about two days? And the guy at the venue was like, uh, 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 uh. okay. Like, and they ended up having a gorgeous wedding. I love how everybody was like out there and waiting. And Denise is like, oh, we're only 45 minutes late. Like, we're fine. It was, it's fine. It's fine. And like, they're all out there sweating. And Erica's wearing that like black tarp. And like, in like, I got a her poly span jumpsuit. <laughs> the whole thing was great. I just loved it. I like when these shows actually have a little bit of levity. I feel like Beverly yes. Hills has been so snoozy so with and dog yeah. gate and the depth and all of this stuff is like weighing a little heavy on the show so I thought Denise just really brings like a freshness and a lightness to the show and her like telling the daughter I don't give a shit what you wear yes. like, wear, wear whatever fucking shoes you want I don't care like I don't care you know and she's like asking the husband when they're walking down the aisle do I look slutty like I know I know I know and my favorite part she's like I don't care if Charlie brings a fucking prostitute to the wedding whatever <laughs> yeah I I invite Charlie to everything that the kids are a part of I just I think like She's a really, like, nice outlook on life. And, you know, she's probably seen it all. Like, being who she is and having her success and being, like, a sex symbol and married to such a crazy guy like that. She's definitely seen it all and done it all. And I just love having her perspective on the show. And I, I think it puts all the other women in a different light because you're like, oh, my God, wow, Doree, you're so fake. You're such a fake yep. woman. Like everything is a lie. Denise is like, you know, live like warts and all. This is me, you know, not wearing makeup and wearing like little t-shirts and like getting drunk yep. and like, you know. Well, no- I mean, there's not much that Denise can hide from at this point. I mean, everything yeah. has been like, you know, every single like court document and subpoena. I feel like has been published at this point. So it's like, <laughs> she's like, just lean into it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Own it, like Rena says. Own it. <laughs> Uh, well, Jess, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people hear your show and read all your things and plug thank away? So much for having Yes, more plugs, you guys. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, you can find my show. It's, it has a really long title. I'm sorry. Maybe I'll change it at some point, but it's the real housewife of the West side on, um, iTunes, Spotify podcasts. Um, I have a Patreon that I do two episodes a week, um, which is patreon.com slash R-H-O-W. And then my regular podcast has new episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, I'm also going to be on my friend Aaron Martin's podcast this week. And uh, what else do I have coming up? I have – I'm, like, blanking right now. But uh, <laughs> Oh, I have Rachel Harris again coming on on Thursday. We're going to talk about – Beverly Hills again as well. So, um, yeah. You are busy, girl. I'm, you know, hopefully someday it'll pay off. <laughs> I feel the same way. I'm like, maybe one day all of this time. We'll- maybe one day. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. And I cannot wait for our House of Hilton deep dive. Yes, that's going to be the damn best. I can't wait. Oh, my God. It's going to be amazing. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you have any hot takes, gossip, or info about Bravo TV, 
feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com. While you're at it, make sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and check back every Monday and Thursday for a new episode all about your favorite Bravo celebrities. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.